Okay, let's go. Hi, my name is Sophia, and this is my tin of spam. Welcome. Uh, honestly, I wrote a script, but I'm probably not going to stick to it because that is kind of not my vibe. <laughs> I mean, my, my podcast is literally called Tin of Spam. Like, I'm just going to, it's just going to be a load of spam, really. Um, so yeah, you know, just, uh, grab yourself a beverage, you know, beverage, wine, beer, tea. I mean, like, tea is literally the best drink. It's, like, if you're happy, have a cup of tea. If you're sad, have a cup of tea. And if you're having a crisis, have a cup of tea. It's literally, like, the best and I know it sounds like oh my gosh you're so British you like tea but I I literally love it it's actually quite difficult um currently I'm I'm not in the UK wow so cool Uh, I'm uh, studying abroad and um they don't have good tea here and it's really sad so uh I brought tea with me but now I've run out and it's actually quite an issue so I'm texting my mum like mum please can you send me tea, because the tea here sucks, like, they have Lipton, and I'm sorry, but, like, Lipton is reserved, especially for iced tea, and Lipton tea bags, they're just not strong enough, like, none of the tea here is strong enough, I just, yeah, so I've been drinking herbal teas, because they are Gucci, (laughs) but yeah, um, welcome to episode one, (laughs) which is really creatively titled episode one, so, you know, and uh, if that doesn't excite you, then I'm really sorry, but it's probably just going to be downhill from here. Like, if you're still around after that big tea explanation, then, wow, <laughs> you're you're in a in in for a wild one. Yeah. So, um, I've been thinking about making a podcast for a few months, maybe since like January, and it's now May. So you know, like, it's obviously been a lifelong dream of mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, um. Recently, like, I, before I was going abroad, I was just so lonely because my mum was busy and my brothers were at school and I was just sat in my room, like, waiting to be allowed to leave the country and to come here. And so I just thought, oh, it'd be really nice to start a podcast. And then I started to try and record one and then I got, like, really nervous and stressed and I just thought, oh, whatever. But now I'm doing it and I'm actually in the country that I have been waiting to go to. I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to expose myself. I don't want to give away my location. Uh, that would not be good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it might be good to uh, talk a bit about lockdowns. Um, the UK just came out of the final, or is slowly coming out of the final third lockdown and yeah from the tea conversation you already know I'm from the UK I'm British OMG um but yeah apparently the like the third lockdown was like the hardest like sci- maybe scientifically I'm not entirely sure like don't quote me on that um but like apparently the first lockdown like the pandemic hadn't really set in and the second one like there was just like um it was like a month one before Christmas, and then the third one is just like, oh, okay, um, it's winter, and there's like no sight of the end, and there's like um, seasonal affective disorder where like people 
like suffer from like they get like sad because there's no like sunlight outside and stuff so like and it was cold to go outside so when you went outside to like go on your daily walk you know it wasn't really fun but yeah um like I mean I've you know I found the lockdowns hard and I think everyone has like you're definitely not on your own like (laughs) I definitely did not learn a new hobby or skill. Uh, all I did was buy a Nintendo Switch in the first lockdown. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't have changed it. I really like my Switch. I haven't played it in a while, actually. But it was it was good, yeah. But yeah, um, I think the weirdest part of just the whole pandemic situation, for me at least, was I had to move back home because uh, well, it happened like last year in March. And I was living in uni accommodation and it was just like, I had to leave because everybody else was leaving. So I was like, I don't want to be all on my own. But yeah, um, it was weird living together with my family again. Like, I love them, but I was like weird because I just felt like I had to tell my mum every time I was going somewhere. But yeah, um, another thing that was really hard or difficult, really, uh, for the first lockdown was we actually lost my grandma uh, and... We still haven't been able to have a funeral and it's been like a year now or a service. So she's currently in my mum's wardrobe. Uh, don't worry, it's her ashes. But <laughs> we always say hi to her every time we open the wardrobe because my mum keeps Pepsi in there. Like she hides it in there from us. Not, I mean, not from us, but like she has like her own stash of Pepsi. So if we ever want one, we go in there and we're like, oh, hi, Gran, Grandma, Granny Annie, <laughs> how you doing? But yeah, <laughs> but you know, it was difficult, but like, um, I, I just wanted to like talk to my friends about it and hug people and I just couldn't like, I couldn't hug anyone and be like, oh, I'm feeling like crap, like this is happening and it was difficult. But then um, things started to get better over summer and then I went back to uni and um, then I had to go home for Christmas and it was like my last, like I, I was supposed to go abroad in January. So like, it was like my c- Christmas was going to be the last time I was going to see my family before I went away, but it ended up not being the last time. But Christmas was really good. Like I really enjoyed Christmas. Basically what I'm trying to say is it was nice moving back home around Christmas. And, um, I think, um, I think it felt better being at home this time. Because one of my brothers, uh, he he just turned 18. I think he's becoming like more responsible, which is really good. And like the first lockdown, everyone was just in the house constantly because they weren't able to go to school. Everyone was just in the house all the time. So basically, it, just, it was just like constantly surrounded by people that I wasn't used to living with again. So yeah, I think Christmas was like nicer because the boys could go back to school. We started watching um, The Chase, which is like a quiz game, like a few weeks or maybe like a few months before I moved to moved abroad. And like every evening, we would just like laugh at Bradley Walsh, the um, presenter. And... Yeah, it was just nice. It was like a nice bonding experience. But yeah, another bonding experience between the family was that my mum was redoing my room. I'd been at uni for a whole year and she decided to do my room, to redo my room whilst I was like home. I thought like that was really funny. (laughs) You know, it wasn't too bad because 
my mum's an interior designer, so, like, I spent, like, my whole life, oh, my God, I spent my whole life surrounded by paint beams, wow. No, like, that's not child abuse, don't worry. Oh, my God, that sounded really evil. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Every time I would come home from school, my mum would have painted something grey, or she would have been like, oh, look, like, I'm painting this, and don't touch it, and, yeah. My mum literally has photo frames in the house. She has photo frames in the house without photos in them. It's so weird. It's just because she likes the frames. There's also one... <laughs> there's one frame with a photoshopped photo of all of us. Like, it's really not a good... It is so bad. It's so funny, though. But my mum said, oh... There's never any photos of all of us together, so I photoshopped one. And honestly, it's tragic, but it's just really funny. <sighs> I should put random photos in the picture frames. I don't have any pictures in them and just be like, I wonder if anyone notices. I can get like a picture of like Kermit the Frog or something <laughs> and stick it in. And she probably wouldn't notice because she never puts, like, she doesn't stare at these frames probably. But I also just think it's really weird that. I just think that's so weird. So there's um, some frames and they just six by four. And I'm like, oh, this is my favorite photo, mom. I love this one. It's the best. But yeah, <laughs> uh, when I when I moved back home after Christmas or Christmas time, like my room didn't really feel like my room because I made my room at uni really into my room. I made it very much me and I just kind of went crazy with the decoration and then I was at home and I was like that's so weird but then when my mum redecorated it I was like oh okay this is nice I like this now and then I moved abroad so <laughs> lol but apparently my brother's been sleeping in my room because my mum then started to redo his room so I guess my room is being appreciated <laughs> so that's good but yeah um I uh, had to start some of my course online and <laughs> whilst I was doing that, I fell into a bit of an Amazon rabbit hole. And I actually bought some very unnecessary items. For example, um, I, <laughs> I bought a microphone. A microphone that lights up. I didn't bring it abroad with me because I had to save space for other things. I had to save space for comfy clothes and things like that. But I did bring my Google with me. That was a very important, but I didn't buy that over lockdown. I just brought it with me. Anyway, the microphone that lights up and has a voice changer. And it's literally so fun. It's not annoying, like, at all, you know. <laughs> I'm sure my mum loves it. I'm sure my brothers are enjoying it while I'm here. <laughs> but yeah, um, it has an echo. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. But I only really used it probably for one week. <laughs> And also, for some reason, I got obsessed with buying birthday cards or just cards with funny quotes on them. So now, you know, if you have a birthday coming up, then um, you're going to have a, a really interesting cheesy card. You're welcome, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, aside from buying random stuff, I fell down to the rabbit hole that is TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I know everyone... Everyone and their dog is on that site. I actually, I actually, it's addictive. Like in January, I think I went on TikTok for five hours one day 
like I didn't I, I didn't even I have nothing to show for it like all I have is the screen time record on my phone also I think once it said my record and um, record mg top record how long have you been on tiktok i've been on tiktok for 13 hours this week wow i haven't but at one point i did go on tiktok for 13 hours in a day in a day in a day i'm pretty certain that was like my average oh my god that's actually tragic oh my god that's terrible but yeah so i i don't go on tiktok as much now i do this thing where like at the end of the week or in the middle of the week, I'll go through all the TikTok messages that people have sent me. And then that's like my TikTok fix. Because otherwise I'll just stay on the app and do absolutely nothing. So yeah. But um, <laughs> another scary, scary hole I found myself down is um, the conspiracy theory hole. Like, oh my God, I have honestly delve so much and I put so much interest and investment into it there's all this drama with Shane Dawson there's all the allegations of the Dan Schneider guy who worked for Nickelodeon all this stuff which is just like grim and there's also those of these conspiracies surrounding coronavirus and the vaccine people saying oh you know they're gonna put a vaccine in us it's got a microchip in it so they can track us i was like honey they're already tracking us through our phone they don't need to inject you with a vaccine to find out what you're shopping for on amazon do you know what i mean <laughs> people say oh yeah the um the coronavirus was created for population control which is actually a lot more believable than the microchip conspiracy but yeah, anyway, I I just think it's really funny. There are people out there who are actually, they actually think that the government care enough about them as an individual to inject, to make, firstly, make up a virus. And then secondly, spend loads of money on buying or developing a vaccine and then spending loads of money on putting it in people and then probably if, if there's a microchip in it, you're spending money making all these microchips. And I don't know about you, but that just sounds like so much effort. And I don't think any government can actually be fussed or bothered to put that much effort into something when literally anyone can be tracked from their phone. My phone knows where my home is abroad and I've never told my phone where I, my home is abroad. So whenever I go on Google Maps, it just comes up as a recommendation and I'm just like I've never told my phone that that is where I live it just knows and that is creepy so if the government really wanted to it's very easy for them to track you or at least track your phone so I don't think that they created the coronavirus for that purpose babes I'm not gonna lie to you people are so adamant that the government are out to get us and in a way I kind of agree you know sometimes the government suck and they don't care enough about what they should but I don't think that they have I don't even think that the government are smart enough to think of an idea like that I think that's just people's like imaginations and lockdown brain people thinking about all these interesting well not even interesting thinking about all these crazy things crazy theories we're living in the matrix oh my god which would be kind of cool actually all these videos keep coming up on my recommended, like, 
proof that we live in a simulation and i was like okay let's get away from this part of the youtube site because i do not need that anxiety in my life already got the anxiety of maybe having a microchip implanted in me so no thank you Ugh, i keep saying the word like and it's actually really annoying me so i'm really sorry but i don't know what else to say and it just happens so i guess i guess we'll just vibe with that for now but yeah Speaking of uh, other people and people doing or thinking, actually no, just people doing stupid things. This is honestly like, there we go again with the word like, this is such a first world problem. So uh, I had to do my laundry, as you do, cleaning. And um, I had to clean all of my bed, all of my um, duvet cover because I was sick on it after a birthday party. I know, I'm so cool and edgy, I vomit on my own bed. Anyway, uh, that is not really kind of relevant because I had to wash my bedding. So I w went and put my um, bedding in the wash and then I put it in the dryer and for some reason, someone thought that it would be really cool to take my washing out of the dryer before I had finished. I was so angry. So I put it back in and then I went into... Also, there's a thunderstorm going on and you have to go outside and where I'm staying, you have to go outside to go to the door, uh, the laundry room. You have to walk outside for a bit and then go, which is actually the same as at home. I have to go. Anyway, that's not even relevant. It was just I risked my life. I risked my life in the middle of a thunderstorm. Can you believe it? To go in and find that someone had taken my laundry out again before I had finished. I would literally there were there's only three tumble dryers and if someone's stuff is in there I always feel it to check if it's dry my stuff wasn't even half dry it wasn't even half dry it was literally damp it was so wet and I had to pay twice I had to pay twice and I didn't even dry my freaking things I was so mad so I was just like okay whatever I'm just gonna bring it back to my room I slept with a flipping blanket just a blanket I was so angry but yeah I'm okay now I got over it <laughs> imagine being that vexed about a freaking laundry but I've also literally never ever seen anybody in there ever and the one time that somebody else is in there they mess up my whole system stop it it wasn't dry you shouldn't have taken it out if I find out who it was I'm a smacker I'm a smacker Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah so I don't really know what else to say other than I hope you enjoyed this train wreck of a podcast episode one the most creatively titled podcast episode name I've ever heard of tin of spam I literally did just spam you with a lot of internal thoughts oh actually another thing I spent so much money on clothes here because <laughs> literally no one cares but um <laughs> When I came here, everything here was opening up again, but nothing at home was open. So I just kind of went a bit crazy. So I kind of need to rein it back a bit because I need to f pay for food because food is, things are expensive abroad, <laughs> especially where I am. I'm not gonna ex uh, disclose my location because I don't want to be, I mean, I'm acting like I'm gonna have like pff, fans or people, people who are, by the way, I did air quotes then when I said fans. <laughs> I'm acting like people are going to listen and be like, 
oh my god, I want to find out where she lives. <laughs> People probably don't care. I'll probably get one view. Hi there, one viewer. I hope you're having fun listening to this rant of a... Uh, I honestly don't know what this is. But I just wanted to start a podcast, so I guess thanks for listening. And um, maybe I'll do this again. We'll see. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I think I think that was fun. I mean, at least it was fun for me. <laughs> I just feel like uh, sometimes it's really hard to have a conversation with yourself. Um, no shade, though. Some people enjoy that. But yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go and leave you with that big chunk of mostly nothing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, enjoy it. Do it with it what you will. I'm probably going to have a nice peppermint tea because the tea here is shocking and peppermint tea, always good, always good. So yeah, I'm going to have a peppermint tea and then I'm going to go to bed and it's going to be great. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and um, I hope I made you giggle and I look forward to spilling some tea with you again and um opening up my tin of spam for you to, I wouldn't say enjoy, because I don't actually think anyone has ever properly, really, realistically, sincerely enjoyed spam. It's not, it literally looks disgusting. It's probably, I think it feels like a war food. Oh my gosh, I sound so, uh, what's the word? Arrogant. (laughs) Not war food. I think it is. No, honestly, I don't think anyone's genuinely enjoyed spam, the food. I don't know if you... Do people know what that is? It's weird, because I feel like I'm always explaining what things are here, because I'm in an international course, and obviously that comes with the language barrier, but not even language barrier, just it's sometimes difficult to explain something from home, because everyone at home just understands it. But people here are just like, huh? And it's not even just the people who are from the country. It's everyone on the course is international. And it's actually really interesting to learn about other people. But yeah, anyway, spam, tin of spam. I hope this is the only tin of spam you enjoy because the other one, she ain't it, sis. (laughs) Okay, I'll spill some tea again. Lots of love, me. (laughs) God, what was that? What was that train wreck of a... Oh dear. Okay. Bye.